Gaming is about escaping into another world. You don't control the character, you are the character. Whether I'm hunting fearsome monsters or growing the best crops, gaming is how I like to relax. I like gaming because I can go you know? They help me escape into a world of pure imagination, video games, what more could you ask for? Endless, endless possibilities. Yo, what it do? What it do, everybody? Welcome back to Off Hunting. It's your boy, JoJo. It's your boy, Diggs Gaming. It's your girl, KB. And we have some tea to spill, boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, we've had an interesting turn of events since our last show. Um, personally, I've personal life and things for uh, me and KB have been a little too much, but thankfully our boy Diggs Gaming has had it under wraps. Diggs Gaming, what, tell, tell the people what's been going on in the gaming world. Well, we've had a few lawsuits going on. First Ooh, of all, yeah. the PlayStation Store has had a class action lawsuit filed against them Yes, sir. over exclusivity of their games. I'm bringing that up right now. It's, it's kind of crazy because it brings up an interesting topic about it's not just uh, the PlayStation Store, you know, it's Xbox, it's Nintendo, the fact that you can only buy digital games from their store. So if something I mean, does with happen Xbox, with this, what'd you say? I mean, honestly, I feel like it's worse with PlayStation. And I mean, I mean, Nintendo really only sells like a majority of the stuff on their store is like throwback and revamps of their like, like former content like Mario Bros., games and stuff like pokemon that. red pokemon blue yeah, yeah like yeah. Except with them do they really have pokemon red and blue on switch i never knew that i don't know if it's on switch i know it's on the 3ds though that's digital dope. only that's mm-hmm. that's dope if that's if that mm-hmm. if it's if it's if i it's have red if it's I, I bought it it's switch. like 9.99 mm-hmm. if, it, if it's on switch that's dumb lit but oh, look. with xbox like it's more so like and just this is just from what I've like kind of like ran into throughout the stuff. It's just stuff that has backwards compatibility and like more so indie games that are like big that are like kind of like big hit honchos with their Xbox store. I mean, I, I have my Xbox on right now, and I, I just I, I always go through the store and just see what's on there. Um, but like, I, I the only time I'll ever get a game digitally there would be if they had like some kind of deal with having Game Pass. Like, otherwise, I'd be getting a disc copy. But PlayStation. It's a lot more difficult because of them going digital and keeping it digital in their store only versus like platform. Like a good example, and if Paul were here, he would completely like know what I'm talking about. There's a couple jo- we're him and I are JoJo fans, and there's this one game on the store that's not on Xbox that you can only buy digitally. I can't remember the name of it, so don't quote me on it. But <laughs> but it's not just that. It's like uh, Cyberpunk. They weren't giving out refunds. Like, it was l- literally Fat... If you remember Fat Princess, that was only on PlayStation for a digital store. Wait, um, I thought it was Xbox that wasn't giving out uh, refunds for that. I thought it was I thought it was Xbox that was doing that. PlayStation, if I might be incorrect on that i i honestly haven't done much research but i do know that the difference between xbox and playstation when it comes to especially with their like free like subscriber content exclusivity um when you get it on xbox you can still play it even if you're if your live expires hmm. and you can still download it when you cancel your playstation now 
or your, your, uh, your PlayStation, not, Plus. PlayStation Plus, you get locked out of those games completely. Yeah. You get completely well, locked out. I understand it's, it's, when, like, you if you buy the game, you don't get locked out of it. Like, I downloaded Monster Hunter World. That's my game. I paid full price for it. Or I pre-ordered it um, for full price. Like, but if you get it free you know? with your PlayStation Plus account, that's when you can't play it because you got that game for free. You didn't pay, technically. Kind of, but like you're not, you didn't pay for the game yet, but you paid for like a year's worth or like a month's worth yeah. of being able to play online. So you should still at least get some kind of like, you should still get some kind of like like reciprocation for that. Like you, yeah. like you paid the price. You didn't pay the price for the game, but you paid the price to be able to get these exclusive deals and to be able to play online with your friends. Right. Okay. Having them hostage, it really it took. That's why I don't get on PlayStation anymore. That's why I don't. That's why honestly, I kind of boycott PlayStation a little bit because of that. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's shady. Yeah, it's I understand that one hundred percent. I would understand if they could change it to where like you could play like maybe an hour of those games or like an hour or two of those games because again you downloaded them free like you're not paying $70 for the disc or $70 to be able to access it whenever and it's like so. like for me like I'm a sports guy like when, when NBA 2K20 was like one of their free games I was like yes uh, finally i don't have to spend that much money on the game and then i found out i get kicked out because i canceled my subscription i was like come on bro what are you doing what i just want to play my free games man like come on like you're saving me bucks i paid for your services and you're gonna cancel me out like that yeah. because i don't want to stay loyal this is why the pc ma- no it's like i'm not gonna get into the pc <laughs> don't yeah we're talking <laughs> yeah, about consoles right now we're talking consoles. about consoles Especially like with consoles, but I did actually hear about that lawsuit because I uh, follow IGN on Snapchat. I follow IGN. I follow their daily fix, and they actually brought it up because because of the digital thing. You know more about it, Diggs Gaming, so you could tell us more about this because of the info that you have at your fingertips. <laughs> what was it? What was specifically about? Was it about like what games really came up with that dispute? Uh, which one are you talking about? With the uh, lawsuit against Sony. Um, I got it up right here. And basically, let me see. Well, it's all about saying that Sony's monopoly allows it to charge uh, super competitive prices for digital PlayStation games. That is literally taken from this article that I'm reading on Game Informer. And that there is up to a... 175% increase for downloadable digital games over their physical counterparts. So, mm-hmm. again, if something does happen with this, this is a class action lawsuit. So, we don't know if anything's going to come out of this, but this could really change the way that digital games are being handled because a lot of people are starting to go more digital than they are physical. I'm not yeah, one like of I know them, a but lot I know of, like, a lot of people are. Yeah. Like, I know the I, PC, with, especially yeah. with the PC Master Race. Yeah. Um, uh, their their main platform for buying games is Steam, and I know, like, I, I thought I heard that there was also like a class action. I might be wrong, but I thought I heard about. No, a there, class that's the next one I was going to talk well. about. There is a lawsuit going on between Steam and Apple, but this one I was listening. Apple, to I feel like Apple yesterday. has hotter heat on them though, huh? Because I feel like Apple has a lot more heat on them compared to Steam because of like Fortnite gamers. Yeah, pretty much how this one got started was. Um, it was like when you make an in-store purchase 
on a Steam game from, I think it's like an Apple device or your Apple account. It's Steam that's getting the revenue, not Apple. And that's pretty much what started this whole thing. And then it got to some silliness. I was listening to Wampa Time yesterday. They were talking about this. They can do a much better job explaining this than me. But pretty much this one is just a silly one. I didn't really understand what was going on with this one. But yeah, this one was interesting. And two more things that not really lawsuits, but one, a trademark dispute was filed. Blizzard filed a trademark, dis uh, trademark dispute about over. Huh? I heard about this with a Diablo, with Diablo, right? Yeah, with Diablo, because there's a dog on a new Fox show called Housebroken that has the name Diablo in it. And I think this one is just, wait, what? Yeah. What? You own the game. You don't own the name. The name, I don't, yeah. That's Diablo one I think is going to get thrown out right away. This one's going to get thrown out right away. And actually, Sony apparently has filed a trademark for Sunset Overdrive, the game. The, the, the game? game? Because Insomniac made the game. But it was released for Xbox, not PlayStation. PlayStation fans have never gotten to play Sunset Overdrive. And now, if this is true, that means Sunset Overdrive could finally be coming to PlayStation since now Sony... Well, since now Insomniac is part of PlayStation Studios. Because remember, Insomniac was a second-party studio, not a first-party. They just worked with PlayStation a lot, and then they worked with Xbox on Sunset Overdrive. This so, could also mean a boost for prices for disc copies of Sunset Overdrive because they make yeah. it like an exclusive for PlayStation, which I hope it doesn't, honestly, because it, it takes away from all, like, the fans that actually bought it digitally, and now they can't be able to play it anymore because it's... Well, don't forget, Insomniac was the one, is this one that owns Sunset Overdrive, and now they're exclusive to PlayStation, so they can do whatever... Basically, they can do whatever they want, but speaking of Xbox exclusives, Starfield, the new Bethesda game, has been confirmed... Well, ha well has been confirmed... To be an Xbox exclusive. And I like this for Xbox. I really do. We had no idea what was going on with Starfield no because that was announced before the acquisition. And now that we apparently got confirmation on this, this is the big game that Xbox has needed. What What is this game? I haven't heard about it. I haven't heard much about it. I've been out of the news. We don't know anything about it. We haven't even seen... We've only seen a teaser for it, but... Is it Star Trek? I'm not entirely sure. We're not going to know until we get a trailer for it, which is probably going to happen at E3. But this game is really, has a lot of hype for it. It's Bethesda's next big IP. And it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. And this is big for Xbox because it gives them another game to compete with Sony and Nintendo. They already have Halo Infinite coming out later this year. And now with Starfield... Look out because Xbox of, is really starting to get somewhere. I'm really happy you brought up uh, Infinite because we have actually, even though I haven't been following news feeds and everything, I have been on Facebook with the uh, Infinite page, and they have been posting a lot of stuff about confirmations about that game. And I can actually share that real quick. First of all, a big thing for Halo fans, the uh, multiplayer announcer man is reprising his role. <laughs> <laughs> he's reprising his role and coming back after absence from Halo 5 uh, so we're going to be getting killing spree <laughs> Kilimanjaro double kill 
roadkill. We're going to be getting all of that. That's just a mock impression. If I butcher it, Halo fans, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just as excited as you are. Um, we're going to be getting a lot of more weapon customization. We're going to be getting new vehicles. Uh, of course, we already know we're going to be getting new enemies. And, of course, the grapple hook like Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Anyone who mains Pathfinder on Apex, you might want to invest in Halo Infinite. You're going to be having, a, you're going to be in your absolute bag. Um, not just that, but they're going to be used. I think they're also going to be using, like, of course, we know they're going to be using their new engine. So the graphics are going to be top dog, um, despite the lackluster preview that we got during their like demo reveal. Well, that's the reason the game got delayed in the first place because the yeah, demo I'm, was not well received by people. But and I'm happy that that uh, 343 is actually listening to the fans for once, because like not a not well them and though, Xbox because Xbox still has a main uh well Microsoft Microsoft still is still has a big control over whether this game comes out when it does come out they still exactly. so the fact that both of them are listening to their fans this is exactly what you want to make sure that this game turns out to be. As good as it is. And if it does turn out to be a return to form for Halo, and then Starfield ends up becoming the game that we think it can be, they got a power. Xbox might just take the lead in this console war. Another thing with Xbox, uh, Dave Batista, the guy that plays Drax and Guardians of the Galaxy, news has come out that he, the reason that he turned down Fast and Furious, because he was being looked at instead of John Cena to be Don's brother, he turned it down to pitch a Gears of War live-action movie. I heard about that. Uh, and honestly, how do you guys... Does any, like, I don't know if you guys played any of the original three, four... Like, the, at least the original three of the Gears of War games. No. But, like, I know, like, personally, I feel like he could do it because he's the closest we could get to a Marcus. Especially because he's a skin for Marcus in Gears 5. I definitely, I definitely think he could pull that off. I he could easily pull that off. Him yeah. or uh, I just I don't know who would be Dominic because Dom. That'd be a tough Dominic. role for anybody to pull. No, off but I because... feel like I know who could do it though. Hmm. And if the guy that should have been Lex Luthor, it was um, God, what was his name? Um, God, I know, I know his name. It will come back to me. Like, but we can talk about something else into it, though. I got to look it up. Yeah. Um, also, we got a little confusion from the Toys for Bob studio. They are now helping out with Call of Duty Warzone. And that led to some rumors that a lot of their staff had been laid off and they're just going to work on Call of Duty. They're not going to work on Crash or Spyro anymore. And then Activision had to release a statement saying that is not true. Nobody was laid off. Oh, I found him. What is it? The guy that should have been Lex Luthor because I feel like he could have done it better. Billy Zane. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Billy yeah. Zane. I could see Billy Zane doing a pretty good Dom. Yeah. And with Toys for Bomb, Activision had released a statement saying those rumors were not true. But there's still some confusion on what's going to happen now with Crash and Spyro because now Toys for Bob is working on Call of Duty Warzone. And... The fact that Vicarious Visions was absorbed into Blizzard and is working on the Diablo 2 remake, it does leave some questions about what's going on in Crash and Spyro. Now, there's this rumor going on that it's going to be Beanox working on the next Spyro game, but after that, we have no idea what's going on. 
So this is one to look out for with the next few months if we do get a new Crash or Spyro announcement, seeing who's making the game. And we actually had four big games that were released since our last show. New Pokemon Snap, Returnal, Mass Effect, Legendary Edition, and Resident Evil Village. All four of them were critical and commercial successes. Let me put it this way. With Returnal, they were the number three game on the PlayStation Store for the month of April. They were only released for one day in April. One day in April, and they were number three. That, that should not happen, and yet it did. And New Pokemon Snap sold three times as many copies as Returnal right now, and four times as many copies as the original. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty hyped. And Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I am surprised this game turned out to be good. I thought EA was going to screw it up. My friend, I'll be honest with you. Non-stop. Huh? My friend, before me and my friend were playing the uh, legendary uh, difficulty of Halo 2's campaign last night mm-hmm. and completely getting obliterated and melted by the Prophet, the, the uh, second Prophet boss and his swarm of zealots. Um, we He was actually playing it and he's been dying and he's been so overjoyed about it as a fan coming from a fan of mass effect like personally i never got into it I, it just it just took too much time for me and i was playing on 360 controls <laughs> uh, it was um it was a lot it was really but i heard a lot of good feedback about it yeah and, and like speaking of games that can cause a lot of rage, which is why I've gathered you all here today. <laughs> oh, we know. Um, is there hold any on, hold news? on, hold on. We still have one more thing we need to talk about before we okay. get into today's topic. Go on. All right. So, this is the big one for me. Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Stay to Play. This <sighs> was big. And some news, this game is now go- has now gone gold. And I got to apologize. I thought that had something to do with sales. It does not. That means that game is ready to be shipped. So this game is ready to be shipped, and it's being released June 11th. I've already pre-ordered a copy. It's a darn shame that over 75% of gamers can't play it because they don't have a next-gen console. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only sad part. The The fact is this is being made specifically for the PlayStation 5, and Insomniac is just taking advantage of it. If you watch the state of play, you're just amazed by what this is. This is exactly what a next-gen game should be. No, we're talking about almost no load times again to new levels. Dude, we're if, talking we're, if about, we're talking about the expectation to next-gen before next-gen was even a thing, everyone wanted virtual reality. <laughs> we wanted Ready Player One. Yeah, this, Let's be completely honest here. Who wouldn't want to play video games in complete VR without the motion sickness? If they can work out the motion sickness, you're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, Dude, but... I, I, the one game I'm definitely looking forward to seeing on next-gen consoles you like, of course, I'm deeply ecstatic about seeing Halo Infinite on next gen, but more importantly, yeah. the new Battlefield. Oh, Battlefield yeah, has been that's gonna be, and I think that's gonna be shown at E3. So, Battle, the new Battlefield, Battlefield game is something to get looking forward to at hands. E3. If they have the same kind of engine, if they, they play it like Battlefield 4, they're literally going to have a blockbuster game on their hands. Battlefield, and I, 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 I'm not trying to crap on Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5, they're both great games. They did the best that they could do 
with Battlefield's like new engines and everything. But then again, I was playing on a base Xbox One, so don't hate me. But Battlefield mm-hmm. 4 was one of the pinnacles of Battlefield games. You had everything was brand spanking new. You could destroy buildings. Like it, they, if they get in, everything wasn't in like a post like in a, a pre-modern era war. They're going back to the modern era and they're going to be using actual guns, not just that are current now, but also in development mm-hmm. currently. And especially, t- not just that, but comms technology, drones, all of that. Like I've been talking to people that used to serve in the military. They're deeply ecstatic about this game being released. But not just because of that, but the new Call of Duty also wow. might be using a Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer revamp. And if you know anything about Modern Warfare 2 game chats... It's about to get feistier than a cat fight on Cinco de Mayo in Tijuana. <laughs> it's, a, it's going to get feisty, boys. All right, getting back to Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. I am so hyped for this game. We finally got the name of the new playable female Lombax. Her name is Rivet, and people have made connection to Rosie like the Riveter. I, I find like that amazing. I like that. I really do. If that's how she got her name, then that was very, very created by Insomniac. And again, with Insomniac, just pushing the console to its absolute limit already. Not just that. It's also a pun on Ratchet's name, too, because they both had to do with mechanical stuff. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And the cool part about Rivet is she she has a metal arm, and she uses a hammer as opposed to Ratchet, who uses a uh, wrench. Okay. So I like that. That's pretty cool. And also... Any weapon that Ratchet has, Rivet has. Any weapon that Rivet has, Ratchet has. That is really cool too. Oh, they do time trans. They do the the, uh, time transparency thing where everything carries over to the future and past. Uh, they do the the uh, they do the uh they do the synchronization. That's uh, you get what I'm saying. It's cool. (laughs) The moral of the story, it's rad. (laughs) Yeah, and again with this with the quick level changes, I mean the load times are like that. That's what yeah. we saw. That's what we saw on there, and that's just crazy that that we are seeing this. I mean, we were talking about uh, slower. Uh, I mean, uh, faster load times, but nobody could have expected that. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It, it, it's just crazy to see what Insomniac is doing with this game, and of, the uh, game looks absolutely gorgeous. The game looks games. gorgeous. I can't wait for this game to come out. This is exactly what a next-gen game should be, and this has the potential to be one of the best Ratchet & Clank games ever, and that's saying something because Ratchet & Clank has had some of the best games I have ever played, and I'm just so hyped for this game, and when it does come out, I'm playing it day one. It's just going to be amazing. Dick Gaming, let me ask you something. Did I ever tell you my... Did I ever give my review to the uh, podcast about MLB The Show 21? No, you never talked about that. Okay, guys, I'm gonna make it brief. Uh, Go for it. Uh, complete we'll- tenant. I give it ten baseballs in a beer glass, shaped like a baseball bat, out of ten. Um, this game reset the bar. Um, Diamond Dynasty has never looked more beautiful. Um, 
Stubs had never been more e- – subs and players for your Diamond Dynasty teams have never been easier to get. Everything is cross-comparable with Road to the Show. And it's different this year because you get to be a pitcher and you also get to be a position player, which you would think would be difficult, but it makes you even better and it makes you advance even quicker throughout the ranks. Not even just that. The story mode itself, it's better. You can actually choose if you want to stay a two-way player or if you want to just stick to a position. It's cool. The difficulty – like I haven't touched a game in about a year and I like was able to get to the hardest difficulty on dynamic. It's a very easy learning curve. You don't have to stick with the new pitching mechanic, which is awesome. You can change the color of your little hit thing to any color you want. You can make it pink. You can make it yellow, gold, periwinkle, whatever, but it's dope. And not to mention the soundtrack is just as good. The opening intro is to, if there are any hip hop fans out there, slam by Onyx. And if you played 2K19, you remember this song. But I, I just like that. And the, it's you never know what you're going to expect. Like, I was, I loaded up and I didn't end up saving my, my status. But there's a point where you get to play with the major leagues for a brief amount of time. And I saw my favorite player on the O's, Trey Mancini, on the Twins, because I got drafted by the Twins. Okay. And I was like, God, I hope this isn't in the near future because it gave me a slight heart attack. But <laughs> it's like you can pick up some of your favorite players of all time. Like I have one of my favorite third basements of all time is Brooks Robinson. He played in the O's in the, during the 1960s and maybe early 70s. And I ended up picking up one of his cards. So you can, you can have magical moments happen to you. You can have home run derbies. Achievements and trophies are easy to obtain. Um, you'll still have your rage moments, but you, you just, you're there for the experience. And my walk-off animation makes me feel like Superman fighting Doomsday, which also, um, did we ever talk about the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, we did talk about that. Did we ever talk about Snyder's Cut? The what? The Snyder's Cut of Justice League. We might have. I don't remember. Because Justice know. League news has been released that they have someone from American Horror Stories casted as the Green Lantern for the HBO series. I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, it <laughs> should be it should be well done. Especially, uh, it, it all depends who they're going to go with. Hal Jordan, the original Green Lantern, or a different human Green Lantern. Personally, I'm more of a... Uh, I'm more of a um, John Stewart kind of guy, so uh, like they do, they're teasing that a little bit in C- in the CW version, but uh, who knows what's going to happen with this HBO series? Uh, personally, I don't know how you guys feel about it. If you have a take on it, please share. But I'm definitely excited to see Green Lantern come back to the big screen. Not a huge DC fan, bud. Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. My dad's a big Green Lantern fan, so if he was here, he'd probably say have something to say about that. I just don't like some of the comics because of the fridging. That's just my personal thing. But overall, I'd like Green Lantern as a character. I think he's very under, uh, underrated. All right. You ready let's, to get into today's topic? Let's talk about games that piss us off. <laughs> now, what exactly are we talking about? Are we talking about hard games or are we talking about games that are just so bad? Uh, a little bit of both and not like games that are literally – Games that are made to piss you off, games that cause you a, much, a huge amounts of stress and anxiety, um, and games that literally... Dark Souls! Dark Souls, for real. Considering games... I'm playing through that right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah! And games that literally were created just to make you 
rage, but for some odd reason make you come back. A game mm. that I could dive like along that category. Let's let's talk about Fortnite for a brief second before yeah. we just take an entire hour. <laughs> yeah, let's get that out of the way. Battle Royale that makes a lot of people angry. That really does. It spawned a lawsuit. Let's just say that. <laughs> Wasn't the lawsuit about done. them putting in computers like AI? Um, I I. I don't, I don't know if that was Fortnite or not. No, it's that, that thing that was Fort. That was Fortnite. I, it was Fortnite, but I also PUBG was the original battle royale for me. And recently, mm. there have been videos circulating the interweb about Godzilla literally just walking through the map and decimating everything. Oh my god! Look, literally, cars are getting flipped by his tail whip. God, um, whatever happened to PUBG? Because. Once Fortnite came out, it basically stole the entire competition. Nobody could compete with it. Whatever happened to it? Um, personally, I'm an Apex Legends kind of guy. Just I just mm-hmm. feel like it's more interesting to watch. Not just that, but it's better to play because they just add new stuff. And mm-hmm. um, if we're just talking about Battle Pass games, I mean, Master Chief Collection kind of sets the bar for me because they introduced Raven Team. But um, Fortnite, they, they honestly, I... As much as I hate to play it and despise the microtransactions, I applaud them because of the added customization that they've been adding and the fact that you can you can drive cars, you can fly vehicles. They're, they're like they they had a lot of virtual concert for Travis Scott. Like they they had a lot of cool. They promoted a lot of stuff as much as they've um, caused a lot of people stress. And they just also added Batman as a skin again. Yeah, I saw like, that. Batman fan. Like, I remember when they added John Wick as a skin. I picked that up. <laughs> I was so happy. It's, it's totally worth it. They, uh, I'm just, I feel bad for him because everyone that had the Master Chief skin all thinks, so, oh, he's from Fortnite. It's like, no. <laughs> from the better game, Halo. <laughs> the better game. <laughs> but no, no, even um, even Halo will do, has done that too. Like Halo Five has a Warzone mode. I think they have AIs in that too. It doesn't fill up a complete lobby. Yeah, like, it's just they, crazy how big Fortnite has become, Fortnite and has how much hate it gets from hardcore gamers. Because I know some hardcore gamers that have just, just I've only broken what I've only thrown my controllers at two games. One was MLB The Show, in which the case I broke my controller. Because of the, like because it like I it was just me being mad um, for like missing easy to hit baseballs, and the yeah. other was Fortnite because everyone wants to go for the pump action shotguns and like the ones that deal the heavy damage and never like and like when you could kill your own teammates and yeah, of course. But it yeah. all let's it, be it, real. Dark Souls it, t- t- tops the tops the icing on the cake. Yeah, it's not just Dark Souls. It's just the entire uh, from uh, software or any Souls games. Like, um, especially, yeah, especially when uh, I was in a boss fight. I was in the Gaping Dragon boss fight. You oh, need yeah. it to get to to break out the uh, game. It's not optional. Um, and it did it stompy stomp. It kind of stomps in like a straight line. I was like, cool. I'll roll out of the way. It clipped me, and not only just clipped me and did like half my health like gone it clipped me through the floor oh it has anyone seen the meme the... uh, has anyone seen the meme of like the, one of the dragons from dark souls and i died 
take out Joe Biden. Like it's like the the meme of Joe Biden falling down the steps, but it's the the bridge collapsing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so that happened. happened. It, no, it happened. I, I just couldn't help laughing. <laughs> I couldn't help. It just it was it was a, such a great thing. But like, let's be real. Like after like Dark Souls, Dark Souls hasn't had a new game in forever. No. But if we can. I thought all... they finished with Dark Souls three. Yeah, I thought they, they were like. They were done with Dark Souls 3 until we realized that Sekiro was just a samurai version of Dark Souls. I got I got a question for yeah. you. Okay, Jojo, you played Sekiro? I played a little bit. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I want to play. I yeah, want to play so It's bad. just crazy because I, I was watching a review of Sekiro from Cat uh, Icarus, and he's talking about how you have to approach it differently than Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. If you go into it like you are in Dark Souls, you're going to die. Not you're supposed I'd to die in that game, but you're gonna die a lot a easier lot. than you should. From watching gameplay of Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, the, the, and Sekiro. Was it the boss fight with the snaky snake? No, that's not what I'm getting at. I'd say Dark Souls and Demon Souls, very similar gameplay style. Bloodborne, Sekiro, very similar or more similar gameplay styles. Yeah, I mean, this is just from software's yeah. way that they make games. They make them very hard, but they also make them very rewarding for mastering their yeah, playstyle. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You want to talk about it's, games that stress you out beyond belief? Let's talk about Halo 2 on Legendary. You're going to have to handle this one, JoJo, because oh, I've never I would played be Halo. happy to. Let me explain. Last <laughs> night, last night, me and my friend are literally taking halo halo 2 legendary like a like a super long super big horse pill it's slow painful agonizing but we can't get enough of it um last it it the weapons there are weapons in halo that should never melt you the way like a needler or a railgun should melt you but in legendary for some odd reason everything is turned up to 200 percent hot you're cooking in the freaking oven did you expect <laughs> anything else from a mode called legendary yeah Legend, wait for it dairy <laughs> it's even the boss fight it took my friend and i 15 to 20 tries <laughs> and we were basically at this point praying for a checkpoint so we could have a better spawn so we wouldn't just keep dying <laughs> And all, we're doing all this while I'm suffering through his Walmart internet lag. <laughs> Thankfully, we got it done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't stop. <laughs> Thankfully, we got it done. Yeah. In the end. Okay. Through all yeah. the torment. And when we were done, he was like, hey, you want to play another? I look at him. I, I, talk, I pulled my mic straight to my mouth. I'm like, I need a break as much as i love this game i need a break yeah. that's what those games do to you. i was punching you to your absolute limits it feels good when you finally finish it but then once you're done you're like okay i'm done I was i'm going away couches and drinking beers that's yeah. how stressed i was i'm gonna go play animal crossing now goodbye yeah games like that yeah, i mean it really tests your patience with another game that was stressful had a stressful campaign let's talk about world at war call of duty world at war on veteran mm. there has never like before i played halo 2 on veteran that was the one campaign that would tick me off beyond belief because mm-hmm. you, pop, you peek your head up one time you get sniped 
Jackal's on legendary. You're getting sniped. Like it, they'll they'll come out of God knows who knows nowhere, pick you off like you're some kind of target a thousand yards out. Mm-hmm. Basically, they'll American sniper your ass. It's <laughs> but it's great. You love it. But War to War had the hardest campaign of any Call of Duty game. That's my two cents on it. It but you love to play it, especially when you're in the final rank mission. I got two more, I got two more franchises that are just very hard to do. Okay. Let's talk about Neo and Ninja Gaiden. Those are very, oh very hard. Gosh, yes. I mean, those are just very, very hard. Ninja Gaiden has been tough ever since it came out in the 80s when it was a 2D side scroller to when it went to 3D and became just even harder. Mm-hmm. That's that's just crazy with Ninja Gaiden. In a way, we need another Ninja Gaiden game. We haven't had one in a while. I love Ninja Gaiden games; they're great. Uh, Dead by Daylight could honestly, you, it's uh, it's uh, yeah. I'll put Dead by Daylight on this list too. Dead by Daylight's another one, and I say that because there's no real objective. Either you're a killer and you want to clip everybody, or mine for blood points, or you're a survivor and you want to go dip dip potato chip all mm-hmm. over the map. Um, it can be stressful because the game mechanics aren't really explained. There's no real tutorial on how to escape a killer on that game. You just kind of do it through experience. You learn as you go or you YouTube it. But even oh, it's one of you, those games. You, yeah, huh. you got those. You got the, you have tunnelers in that game. You do have tunnelers in that game. And it you you love it. You love playing the game, but you hate it when you get someone that just wants to tunnel and make your life miserable. But I'll even add Kingdom Hearts to this list. Kingdom Hearts to suffer off. Not, not even for the, not even for the boss fights. I, I'll literally for people that have never played Kingdom Hearts before and then play Kingdom Hearts, thinking, "Oh, wait, we can change Keyblades." Literally, my first playthrough of Kingdom Hearts two, I used the Kingdom Keyblade the entire game. Seriously, I was Very, always changing. I made it, it every single yeah, world I, different Keyblade. No, like I would yeah, use I the original a lot too. I used the original Keyblade, and the farthest I've got using the original Keyblade was towards the end in Hollow Bastion when you got to fight the guy with the guitar Demix? one last time. Yeah, you got to fight Demex one more time. Dance, got, water, dance. I got through every single thing with that original Keyblade except for that. <laughs> and I feel like really? I leveled up. I might have leveled up more because of it. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm still... I am still stuck on that on that uh, gargoyle from uh, Fantasia. Still um, stuck Trinobog? on that. Huh? Trinobog? Huh? Chernobog? I think. Chernobog, yeah. Chernobog from Fantasia. Yeah. We're I'm talking about Kingdom Hearts on 1? Yeah. Dude, oh, I was talking about 2. Turn up, turn up, Kingdom Hearts, no. Honestly, that, was, that, that boss fight had me kind of on the ropes. It, it took me a couple tries to get, get through Chernobog. You think that one's bad, Diggs? Lord, you haven't you haven't even gone against Anthem yet, Ansem yet. I'm, I'm sure you haven't sucked. And th- that was honestly one of my that was a slow burn for me. That boss fight alone took me a, over a dozen tries. I mean, it's got like three phases too. It's three phases. There's yeah. no there's no, you for two of the phases. No, for the first phase, yeah, I think you do have Donald and Goofy. There's a checkpoint, and then there's like an invisible wall. Sora goes in. Yeah, and then just Sora. Yeah, no, it's you have the first fight on the beach mm-hmm. at the uh, Destiny Islands, where you have Donald and Goofy, and they can cure you and everything. Then it's a one-on-one versus you and Ansem. So you basically have to use your blocking mechanics and your technique mechanics 
to your advantage or just dodge roll the entire time like yeah I, or or struggle like i did because yeah, i went or, up against or, him like 20 or 30 times it sucked okay that kind of reminds me KB, of the final boss fight in final fantasy 15 a little bit oh yeah yeah you got that last part where he's literally a literally a battleship (laughs) oh yeah and you have to survive and deal damage but then you also have to fight heartless which actually works to your advantage you actually get stuff to heal yourself and get your magic back yeah but you get you have to fight to get donald and goofy back one at a time Mm -hmm. and when i finally beat that boss i was on facetime with my friend i was like dude i think i think i'm finally gonna beat this like dude 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 dude, what it's like dude i actually think i'm gonna beat this and i when i did i was like i literally cussed at my tv and screamed at my tv i was like yeah someone Who's winning now? Mm. Go kill me now! <laughs> I was going ballistic. It, you gotta, you gotta, it. you gotta. When you do something like that, let's let's go back to Neo because we didn't talk about Neo as much. Let's that was pretty much Neo. Sekiro before Sekiro. What yeah. Neo was? I think I still have Neo playable on my Xbox. I think it's cyberpunky. Well, not cyberpunk, but like um, more like sci-fi ish. Like it's robots and stuff, right? No, I have Neo on my PlayStation. I have a PlayStation 2 copy of Neo. That's what I do. That's what I have. But yeah, it's just crazy, these hard games that are made to be absolutely hard, and you'd think that gamers would stay away from them, but yet they just love them. That's... I mean, I did. I will admit that I did stay away from most games that don't have difficulty sliders because like, I don't like easy games, but I don't like soul-crushingly hard games <laughs> like Dark Souls. So I usually try and play a game where I can where I can either adjust it through like halfway through and start it on hard and then if I need to drop it down or just if I want to just play this through the story without it being, you know, too easy, I'll play it on normal, have fun and then I'll see, okay, do I want to try it on a harder difficulty this time? Yes. Both Dark Souls, there is no difficulty slider. In Monster Hunter, there is no difficulty slider. You are as good as the game, as as the game trains you to be. And World Combat Eleven is another one. Yeah, because like and it's. Yeah. I didn't think I was gonna like that, but honestly, getting good at those games. Mortal Combat and I, I it's, like. It's just that they're so rewarding. Sorry, sorry, Jojo. It's just that they're so rewarding mm-hmm. when you do get good at those games. Yes, that's, that's really the thing. When you get when you know you are a true gamer, when mm-hmm. you can do that. When you can play those games and you can beat them and you can get good at them, that's yes. how you know you're a true gamer. Sorry, Jojo, go Mortal ahead. Kombat, yeah, like Mortal Kombat 11, like it takes time and practice. It's like FIFA. It takes time and practice to get good with your favorite teams, your favorite players. But what, mm-hmm. like Mortal Kombat 11, especially, was difficult because of the final boss. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. has everyone here played Mortal Kombat 11 or at least heard about? heard of it or is like okay with it or has it does anyone here has anyone here besides me finished mortal kombat 11 i've never, never even played, played a mortal kombat game i'll be honest so with you mortal kombat 11 you go against the keeper of time that's the mm-hmm. final boss and let me tell you she's spammy as hell um <laughs> uh, it's one of those bosses where they just attack you relentlessly and and yes, you don't have many opportunities to attack get, them is that it it's basically yeah. It's one of those boss fights you win out of sheer luck. Um, <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> literally, you just love those. 
the, like uh, like the only other time I've struggled that hard was playing the Dead Space games. <laughs> oh my Dead god! Space, when you Dead say Space that, a- that means that's serious because I because of how often you talk about Dead Space. So Dead that Space, is- dude, I will tell you, Dead Space is one of the most fun games you'll ever play, but it's one of the most stressful situations you'll ever be in. Let me explain. So the whole basis is about like an undead thing type alien that possesses corpses. And basically, they're trying to curb stomp you into a billion jillion pieces the entirety of the game. You will get jump scared. You will get, you will literally get chopped at a, at a non invisible butcher block. You will run out of ammo faster than you can count and have to rely on fisticuffs. But, and then there's enemies that will just regenerate their limbs and keep on trying to kill you. But, oh, I hate that. But and there and I actually know people that have literally played these games on hard, not not super hard, but hard with only three save points and have beaten the game. My friend who plays Mass Effect Legendary being one of them. And it gets mm-hmm. you a foam finger that can just obliterate them back into a million million pieces. It's great. It makes it beep, 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 pow, 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 sound. It's <laughs> awesome. But you'll it's it's also the strategy that you have to put into moving around. So like you'll have not just enemies, but like parts of the map where you have to slow down stuff or you will actually die. So it's just keeping a good catalog of stuff to like med kits, uh, stasis charges for like your kinesis. It's, it's, it's fun at the end of the day. It's stressful, but you don't mind going through it so you can get better at it. That's how I was with uh, Last of Us. You're new to the gaming concept. You got to learn how to craft things. You got to pick up stuff so you can actually do your crafting. But at when you get to that end, that end point in the game, you just you you're happy you went through it all. Mm-hmm. Would you do it again? Probably not. It all, it all depends on your dedication. But it's it's great. It, it was a great game. Should I we talk on. about some games that pisses off because they're just completely broken now? Let's. Yes, let's talk about Dead by Daylight. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, let me talk about Spyro Enter the Dragonfly on this one. That game was just so messed up. Like, there's this one attack. It's like a, it's like a, a shield. It's like you're pretty much making a, a shield with your wings, and it's supposed to deflect this opponent's attack back at them, but it's not set up right. It's not straight, so pretty much it's all luck as to if you even hit that opponent and it it's annoying that's literally mortal combat how people will be spamming uppercuts like non-stop <laughs> or dead by daylight when people will literally just use like there is this perk for killers on dead by daylight called uh no one escapes death but people in the community refer to it as no ad basically you down an enemy you you're not escaping you're an instant you're a one hit you're down and then you have the mores, which basically allow the killer to full-on execute you on the spot. Some will allow you to do it to one. Some will let you do it to all four. People that use these, in my opinion, because I don't like them, because it takes the fun out of everything, are scumbags. But I can see where the fun from it comes from, because I've done it on custom games. Out of sure, unadulterated luck. But things right. that also piss that can also make you mad are Grand Theft Auto online lobbies. Any online 
Yeah, any um, online because uh, for a number of reasons. Game. One, the players that are on there. Two, your internet connection. If your internet connection's bad, it's going to be messed up. And three, just all the stuff that's on, that's on there. GTA, I, mean, really I can say, is regardless, like one of the is honestly regarded as one of the most toxic gaming communities of all time. And a lot of it has to do with the Oppressor Mark II flying bike with the missiles. Um, the, after that, it's sports game lobbies. So you'll have your Madden, your 2K. Oh, God. FIFA. 2K. Don't even get... I mean, we could go on for hours with sports games lobbies. 2K alone will, will, like, tick anybody off because people literally use the most OP builds and dominate at the park. And when they lose and beat you, you just you feel bad. I mean... When they just beat you and you know that they just kind of stack their cards at the table, it's just that you, you get mad about it. Yeah. But that, that should not be true. And again, that's with any uh, online type thing. But yeah. Battlefield. Battlefield mechanics went after you leave Call of Duty. That that mm. that really ticked me off. But I got good. And it, it, All right. Let me, ask, let me ask you guys something. I talked about the most broken game I played. What was the most broken game that you guys played that was pretty much unplayable? KB, you go first. I was gonna say I don't think I've ever played like a like a truly broken game. Like there's well, I talked about Into the Dragonfly, and it's not necessarily broken. It's just some mechanics on it are pretty broken. Yeah, like that shield uh, charge type attack. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of any. Like the only thing I've had are like silly. Like I talked about the gaping dragon where I I fell immediately, Mm -hmm. but like I guess in Dark Souls. As well as you know, the gaping dragon glitching through me. Um, I died at least as much in the Ornstein and Smell boss fight in Anorlando as much as I died in the rafters trying to get to the boss fight. Mm. Just because Dark Souls is not meant to be very, it's kind of tanky. You're not very precise on your feet. So when you're on these very teeny tiny rafters and there's three, what are they called? Painted guardians, painting guardians, which are, they throw, they throw knives and they also have these very flowy attacks. So I, I died at least 20 or 30 times just trying to get across these rafters. That's yeah, that that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what about you, JoJo? Bad. Ever played like a really broken game? I've played so many broken games, it's, it's kind of hard to keep track nowadays. But it comes down to three moments for me that really kind of take, put the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, playing Dead by Daylight, going up against a Huntress with her hatchet throws, mm-hmm. they just have a, such a broken hitbox. Not just Huntress, but uh, the Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, cause his, his chainsaw has a broken hitbox. It's real. You have to like set yourself up to dodge it mm-hmm. or like the hunter's throwing her like hatchets at you. Like they have such a broken hitbox. It's ridiculous that, and how Freddy used to be before he got nerfed like Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. Like he used to be such a broken killer, but then he got nerfed. So like no one uses him anymore. Thank God. Um, the second was the F- kingdom hearts one boss fight against Ansem. Okay. It took me so many tries, so many, and it's like at that point, it was like I just kind of had to keep going to the Coliseum in um, Olympus so I could like just boost my guys, level up my guy, 
mm-hmm. and just keep on fighting and hope that I get lucky enough to beat the game. And then MB, honestly, NBA 2K, mm-hmm. just playing in like public lobbies in March and like at the park, so we're at Pro Am and just trying to show out, but you can't because everyone's like a 99 overall. And like maxed out everything and Ooh. take you that those are like the most stressful games and stuff that I played. And then you have uh the people on Halo that just abused the Banshee. Yeah, that's the problem when you're playing against other players. There are some that will just push it that will just push the rules to their absolute limit. Yeah. Or nothing game mechanics, just that you it, don't it even also, think of. It yeah. also just makes it that much more like it just makes the feel good moment that much more of a feel good moment when you mm-hmm. finally you get the better you do get the upper hand mm-hmm. but until then you're just like coddling like a baby and crying yourself to sleep <laughs> yeah i like that i like that all right is that all we have time for today jojo um, just a few quick uh, announcements in the anime community. Uh, if anyone here is a JoJo fan, not me, but the uh, Bizarre Adventure. Um, mm-hmm. KB's giving you that stink eye. This, this, this uh, program announcement will not involve the harming of uh, innocent animals. <clears throat> Dogs. Uh, <laughs> it's a JoJo joke. I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. JoJo Bizarre Adventure released recently, and Paul knows about this just like I do. Uh, released that they're going to be animating the Stone Ocean um, arc of the anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might get it this year. We might get it next year. We don't really know the full details, but it's going to be amazing. The, they released, I don't know if we talked about this on the show yet, but they've released the full timeline for the MCU Stage 4. Nope, Big we have name. not. Big names here. Let me see if I can pull up the list. I know we have a lot of dates. Yeah, um, we have a lot of dates. We have a lot of dates, Sam. Stage phase four time release dates. Yes. Let's take a look, shall we? Um, Black Widow will be coming out this year on the uh, uh, on July 9th. Uh, we're going to be having her Taskmaster, all that sweet, sweet jazz coming out this year. We're also going to be having Shane. They better Shane. do Taskmaster justice. They better. Dude, they, it, it's hard not to do him justice because he's one of the easiest characters to bring to the screen because mm-hmm. all he has to do is copy everybody. He has photographic memory, which is a superpower. He can literally, he's literally that one guy, that one pitcher that learned how to pitch like the freaking greats in the 1970s and 80s. Mm-hmm. He's he's a mastermind, and I'm pretty sure that's how that came to inspire his character. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings will be coming out on September 3rd. Lord knows Marvel has needed a kung fu flick, and it's no better way than to introduce martial arts and the mis- and more mystic entities than Shang-Chi because a villain that's been confirmed for this movie will be the actual Mandarin, not the Mandarin from Iron Man 3. The oh, God, that was one of the worst twists to. I ever saw. No, but here's the thing. I thought the Ten Rings from this movie was going to be the written re- for in reference to the Ten Rings that was mentioned in Iron Man One. It was it was subtle, but the terrorist group that kidnapped Tony Stark was actually calling themselves the Ten Rings. Yeah, and he got yeah. confirmed by by his by the Doctor. 
and I cannot remember his name, and don't flag me for it, Iron Man fans. It's been a while since I've seen the first movie. Oh, I can't remember either. Eternals. Uh, go on. Go on. Eternals oh. comes out November 5th. That's going to have Angelina Jolie, a lot of people from Game of Thrones, a lot of new names to superhero movies, but it's going to be a masterpiece nonetheless. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the multiverse, multiverse of Madness will come out next year on March 25th. And there have been rumors that there might be an appearance from Ghost Rider in this flick. Ooh. Which would be a perfect opportunity to display Ghost Rider. And there have also been talks of the the of Sanchez from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, if anyone watches Brooklyn Nine-Nine, there were rumors going originally that uh, Stephanie Beatriz, who plays uh, Detective Rodriguez in that show, or uh, Detective Rosa in that show, excuse the the, uh, audio, but she was actually rumored to be considered as the the, uh, header for Ghost Rider. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to be getting Spider-Man No Way Home on December 17th um, of this year. So I'm hoping that they, if they do the multiverse theory, that's going to be awesome. I hope they, we get a little bit more of J. Jonah Jameson. That would be sick. Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock in that movie. Yeah, he is. He's going to be reprising his role at Doc Ock, and we might I, get that's, it. That's just crazy. I he like was... that they're doing it, though. Yeah, because Octavius is actually like an older gentleman, so that we can actually have like a like a comic accurate Doctor Octavius. I want I want to see not to mention, in my opinion, Doc Alfred Molina as Doctor Octopus was the best Spider Man put to film, Spider Man villain put to film. I I a hundred percent agree because Topher Grace is not a believable Venom. But no. I also like the guy that played Sandman because I honestly thought that was believable. They actually gave him a little bit more humanity. Yeah. Um, Thor Love and Thunder comes out May 6th of next year. I can't wait to see Natalie Portman reprise her, reprise her role as Jane. I know. And I can't wait to see more Valkyrie. Valkyrie is honestly like one of the most under... I, I feel like she's underrated as a character in the MCU. Oh, man. I mean... She's that... an absolute badass. I, 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 love, I love seeing her in films. Black Panther mm-hmm. Forever will be coming up on July 8th of next year. I don't know how that's going to turn out because of the death of Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. I want to. I'm curious who's going to take the mantle because we really have two front runners. I think they're going to have Shuri take over as Black Panther. Well, we don't, have do not quote me on this, but I believe that's what they're going to do. For sure. Comic accurate, it would be Shuri. Yeah, but honestly, we. I don't know truly if if Killmonger is truly dead because it's a comic, had, it's a comic book adaptation. Anything goes. Yeah. Anything goes, especially because they're going to be introducing the multiverse in Doctor Strange. Exactly, so we could be getting another kill, another version of Killmonger. Because honestly, I don't like that they killed him off. So if they they quote unquote killed him off so easily, uh, he could still be alive. Because we got to remember, Wakanda has advanced medical technology compared to the other uh, countries of the modern world. Not to mention that when you're taking the eating the fruit that gives you the powers of the Black Panther, you're literally fighting death. Mm-hmm. You're literally walking in the plains of death and trying to make your way back into the limelight. So there is a possibility that we could still get Killmonger and also White Ape. Oh, yeah. White Ape could also be like another one. that The guy that plays White Ape, that could take the mantle. The Marvels is going to be coming out on November 11th. Which honestly, I have no clue what how that's going to entail. That could just be 
that could be our first look at Kamala Khan. That could be Captain Marvel with Brie Larson reprising her role as Danvers. Uh, Kamala Khan's getting her own series on Disney Plus. I think that's how they're introducing her character. Okay, that that I I can't wait. I honestly can't wait for that. Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania will be coming out on February seventeenth of twenty twenty three. My favorite the- hero, Ant Man. Can't wait for his next movie. Dude, Paul Rudd does it justice, and I I don't I I cannot believe how good he is in that. I can't believe how good he is in that. And I like I like that. Uh, I I also I want to see more of uh, Banshee, or not? Oh, Banshee, okay, uh, Ghost. I want to see more of Ghost because I feel like she did get. I feel like she could do a lot of redeeming with this new MCU and how it's going to transpire. And I wonder if we're um, going to see more of Lawrence Fishburne. I would love that, dude. Lawrence Fishburne is an outstanding actor. Oh, Burning yeah. Through the Galaxy Volume 3 will be coming out on May 5th of 2023. And to really cap it off, we got a we finally got confirmation that Fantastic Four will be included in Phase 4. We do not have a release date but or an official casting list, but Fantastic Four will be coming to the mcu if the mcu can pull off the fantastic four oh they're gold nobody else has been able to do yeah they they they're golden they i already i can already tell them that they should seriously consider john uh, john kaczynski and emily blunt as reed richards and susan storm yeah it's gonna be interesting how they go with this route because we've seen younger versions of the characters we've seen older versions of the characters it's gonna be interesting how they how they do fantastic four but it but you've had fox had two attempts at it they didn't get it right actually three attempts they didn't get it right now here are more stuff that we're also gonna get involving the mcu what if will be coming this summer Mm -hmm. um hawkeye and miss marvel will be coming out in 2021 now we already know that um Haley, Haley, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, she'll be she'll be playing the uh, training. Kate Bishop. For, Kate she'll, Bishop. She'll be playing Kate Bishop Hawkeye and be being trained by Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. So I'm excited about that. Kamala Khan will be coming to Miss Marvel. Moon Knight is going to be coming out in 2022 along with She Hawk and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Um, I'm excited, extremely excited about that considering that Kamala Khan as a character herself is has a, such an interesting and unique backstory. I love I love Kamala Khan as a character. I really do. I really like her as a character and I cannot wait to see her in the MCU. Moon Knight is going to be really interesting because of who they casted. Uh, who they cast sure as Mark Spector? Who they cast? I, I I think they casted the guy that played Finn, uh, not Finn. Um who they cast in Moon Knight? Hang on, I I, rem- I cannot remember the guy's name. Casting who they cast? Who do they cast as Moon Knight? I have a lot of friends that are going to be Moon that are like excited for Moon Knight as the Moon Knight villain. Uh, uh, hang on. It's are they getting hit? So we I I know just from looking up looking it up, Ethan Hawke is going to be in it to play the villain. Like I'm looking up to see who he's playing. Um, let me see. Who's me playing see. Mark Spector? Because they they casted Mark Spector already, and I, I I'm trying to remember. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, they they've casted Isaac. Yep, I like that. I like that. That's a great casting. They they they, they did a good casting there. Yeah, and I'm 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 honestly excited. But I and think, that, and we also talked maybe, about that. What if is coming out? That is going to be really that's going to be really interesting because it's all these what if scenarios. And Ethan you Hawk, gotta love what if scenarios. Well, Ethan 
Hawk it might be playing Bushman. Okay. There's a good chance Ethan Hawk might be playing Bushman from the comics. Okay. And she Hawk, I I, I want to I really want, I hope they get a good casting for She Hawk because she's a very unique character, and we actually might be able to see more of Mark Ruffalo. Well, she, well, she Hawk is Bruce Banner's cousin. You got to remember that. She Hawk is and Bruce she, Banner's cousin, so we better get more Mark Ruffalo because hopefully if we, we don't, see more of Betty Ross. We never got any Betty Ross in the MCU aside from the 2008 film. I want to know what she's up to. Yeah, um, that's after. Yeah, we have, uh, and then there's after the holiday special for Guardians of the Galaxy. We have four on uh, to be announced projects coming to Disney Plus. One is going to be Secret Invasion. The other is going to be Ironheart. The other will be Armor Wars. So we'll be getting some Don Cheadle action. And then, um, then we also have an untitled Wakanda series that's also going to be coming to Disney Plus. So Ironheart I'm- is going to be interesting. They got. I think they have to get that casting perfect for uh, Riri Williams. They got to get that casting perfect. But yeah, big things coming to the MCU. And is that all we have today, JoJo? I think that just about wraps it up. Okay, everybody, like, comment, subscribe. We uh, are on YouTube. We are on Anchor. Spotify. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. And we are on a few others that I cannot think of right now. It's all in the link tree. Mm-hmm. And we'll be I'm, sure to include the link tree in the description as well. We will not be back next week. We'll be back two weeks from now. And we are actually going to have a show in between E3. So we might be doing a special after E3. JoJo and I might be doing a special after E3. And keep an eye out for a special with JoJo, KB, and Sir Meliodas. Sir Meliodas? Yeah, we really missed him tonight. Yeah. I'm Diggs Gaming. KB Hunting. It's your boy JoJo. We will see you guys next time.